Well, today we're going to continue our series, and I want to talk with you this morning about talking to our Heavenly Father, about talking to that good, good Father that we have. I mean, what will happen when you talk? I mean, really talk to your Heavenly Father. What will happen when you talk with Him when you are boxed in by some crisis, when you are finding that you have no way out of something, when you really do need a breakthrough in your life? What will happen when you really talk to your Heavenly Father, the one that you honestly can't see, the one that you honestly can't run to, the one that you can't wrap your arms around like an earthly father, and yet he is the one who tells you in his word that he does care about what you're facing, that he, he does want to hear about what you are needing. He is the one who will come and intervene and help you break through when you pray. Well, here's the truth. When you talk with your heavenly father about your problem, just like any loving earthly father, our good, good heavenly father can and will solve your unsolvable problem. And all of God's people said, amen. amen. Have you ever experienced that? Facing something that just wasn't solvable and yet you talked to your father and he came through and gave you a solution. Your heavenly father loves you and he will make a way for you to break through whatever wall is standing before you. And sometimes things come up in this life and they're like a block wall. You can't get under it. You can't go around it. You can't get over it. And it's just there. And you say, how in the world am I going to break through? Well, your heavenly father so loves you that he can and he will help you break through. Now listen close and hang with me. When Jesus began his ministry, he chose 12 guys to be his disciples, men to, to carry on his work after he was gone, after he ascended back into heaven. And for three and a half years, these 12 guys, they watched Jesus do some of the most amazing things. They saw him heal people with just a touch. They saw him calm a raging storm with just a word. They saw him feed a crowd of 5,000 people with just a single basket lunch. They saw him awaken dead people. They saw him teach thousands of people in incredible ways. They saw him preach so powerfully that people repented of their sins. And these guys wanted to do those same amazing things that Jesus was doing. Not for their own glory, not for their own pride, but they wanted to do what God had made them to do and what Jesus was calling them to do. They wanted to do the same things that Jesus was doing. But catch this. These same men never said, Lord, teach us to preach like you preach. Not once did they say, Lord, teach us to heal like you heal. They never asked him to teach amazing truths like he was teaching. No, what did they ask Jesus to do? It was this, Lord, teach us to pray. Teach us to pray. Look at this in the scripture. 
Jesus' followers said, Lord, teach us to pray. Then Jesus said, when you pray, begin by saying, our Father in heaven. Now, after all the things that they had seen Jesus do, why in the world would they say, teach us to pray, God? Teach us to pray. Well, it's because they had come to realize that it was prayer that unleashed the power of the heavenly Father and then led to all those amazing things that they saw Jesus do. You see, they'd been walking and talking with Jesus, and they had watched Jesus often go off and pray to the Father. And when Jesus came out of those times of prayer, I mean, he was healing the sick, he was feeding the hungry, he was doing all these powerful, mighty things. So they were saying, Lord, if you teach us to pray like you, then we'll be able to do what you do. Lord, if you teach us to pray like you, then we'll have the power that you have. And folks, that is true. Maybe you've learned this in your life. When there's much prayer, there's much power in your life. When there's little prayer, you have little power. By simply talking with your heavenly Father day by day in an intimate kind of a way, in a father-child kind of a way, you will begin to experience His power being unleashed in you and through you, maybe in a bigger way than you've ever experienced. Now, when Jesus said to begin their prayers with our Father in heaven, you got to understand, that was a shock to them. That was not something that was done in that day, done in that time. Because up to this time in history, nobody ever felt like they had permission to address God Almighty as Father. They never felt like they could consider God Almighty to be their Father. Nobody ever felt that they could have this father-child kind of relationship with God Almighty. He's creator of all that exists. No way we have the right to call him Father. But Jesus changed the code of the day. And he said, when you pray, begin by saying, Father, our Father in heaven. So when you and I pray, we need to realize that we're not just praying to some kind of impersonal force up in the sky. Like, may the force be with me today. You forgot that movie? No. No, we're not praying to some impersonal force. We're not praying to Luke Skywalker somewhere or whatever. You're praying to your heavenly Father. You're praying to our good, good Father. You're praying to the one who thought you up. The one who gave you the breath of life. You are praying to your Father. You are his child. And he loves you. And one day, if you believe in him and follow him, you'll get to live with him, your Father, in his house forever and ever. And all of God's people said, amen. So today, I want to talk with you about five things that will happen when you begin to talk with your heavenly Father and you begin to talk with him like the good, good Father that he is, that you are his child and he is your Father. Because knowing these five things could change your life. And that's because the heavenly Father's power will start to be unleashed into your life 
And when that happens, you will not only see God helping you break through walls, but you'll see God using you in some amazing ways. Jesus said that we would even be doing the things that he would be doing. And we should be doing the things that Jesus is doing. In Matthew chapter 7, Beginning with verse 7, Jesus teaches about what happens when you talk or when you pray to your Father. And he gives you these five things that he wants you to know. First of all, write this down. When you talk to your Father, know that he will answer you. He will absolutely answer you. Don't ever let that be a question in your mind. If I lift this to God, does he hear me? Does he answer me? Yes. Absolutely. He will always answer you. And he promises to answer his children's prayers. Look at this. Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. Keep on asking, and you will be given what you ask for. Keep on looking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened. For anyone who asks will receive. Anyone who seeks will find. And to everyone who knocks, the door will will be opened. Your heavenly Father promises to answer his children's prayers. But what's the difference between asking and seeking and knocking? Absolutely nothing. Nada. Not one thing. It's just three ways of saying the same thing. So look, if you take, maybe you've never noticed this before, if you take the first letter of ask, the first letter of seek, and the first letter of knock, what's that spell? Ask. That's what it means. God is just saying, ask. So no matter how you ask, your heavenly Father hears you and will answer you. However, when you simply ask, whether you simply ask or whether you go seek or go knock depends on your proximity to the heavenly Father. Let me explain this. Write this down. When you're close to your Father, what do you do? You just ask. If you are a child and you are close to your father, say in your family room, and you're a child and you need help, you just ask your father who's sitting right there close to you and you tell him what you need. You don't have to text him. You don't have to Instagram him. You don't have to email him. He's right there. You're close to him. And so you just ask him for what you need. Dad, I need help. When you're living close to your heavenly father, all you need to do is just ask. And like a loving earthly father, your heavenly father will gladly help you. Uh, most of you know that I, I have three grandchildren, and my youngest uh, grandchild is a grandson. His name is Bruce, and they live near our house, and he's always toddling down to my house. And, and a lot of times, Bruce comes in to our kitchen, and he simply says, Pa, I'm not grandpa, I'm Pa, you know, Pa, cracker. And I gladly open up the pantry, and I pull out a saltine cracker or a graham cracker, and he looks at me and says, Pa, juice. Only he says, ooze. Pa, ooze, ooze. I, you want juice? Ooze. Yes, yes, ooze. And I, I hear him, and I gladly give him some juice. And then sometimes he comes and says, Pa, eat. Well, that means he wants dinner. Pa, eat. Peaches, only it's eaches. And cheese, well, that means he wants a dinner. That's when I call Shirley. I don't fix dinner. <laughs> and so... But it's the same way when you're close to your heavenly father. You just ask him for what you need, and he gladly hears you and responds to you and gives you what you ask for. Next, write this down. But when you're not close to the father, you must seek. If a child is nowhere near his father, 
and he wants to ask him for something, he has to go find him. There's some distance between him and his father. And so he has to go to him. Is he in the garage? Is he in the yard? Is he upstairs? He has to go seek and find his father. And in the same way, if you're not close, you've got to spend time finding him, searching for him. Maybe some extra time in your knees saying, God, I know I haven't been close, but God, I'm seeking you now. And God, this is what I, I need right now. And like a loving heavenly father, he doesn't punish you or discipline you for not being as close as you should be. He just hears you and responds to you and helps you. Next, when you're separated from the father, you must knock. You must knock. If a child is separated from his father, if there's some barrier, some wall, some door between him and his father, he has to knock. So if his dad is in the office with the door shut or in the bedroom or in the bathroom, he's got to knock to get his father's attention. So when you're separated from the father, what do you do? When there's some wall or barrier between you and your heavenly father, what do you do? Maybe you've built a wall by sinfulness or rebellion or walking away in, from him for some time. What, what do you do when you've built a barrier between you and your father? What do you do? Do you just give up? No. You knock on his door again. Through prayer, you knock and say, God, I know we've been separated, but God, I'm coming back. And you knock, and like a loving earthly father, he will hear you, and he will open the door, and he will answer you. So first of all, when you talk to your father, know that he will answer you. Amen? Amen. Next, write this down. And know that he will help you. That's not a question. If you're a loving earthly father, when your kids have real needs, it's not a question whether you're going to help them or not. You love them. You're going to give help. And he may not give you everything you ask for, but he will give you everything you need to help you break through your crisis, to help you break through your wall that's standing before you. And God will never give you anything, listen, that's unhelpful. The Bible says this, if your child asks you for some bread to eat, would any of your fathers give her a stone? No, of course not. You wouldn't do that, and your, and your heavenly father wouldn't do that. If your child says, Daddy, I'm really starved, I'm really hungry, can I have something to eat? You wouldn't say, well, yes, honey, here's a rock, take a bite. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. When you ask your heavenly father for something good, he's not going to give you something bad. When you ask your Heavenly Father for help, He's not going to give you something that's unhelpful. When you ask for His help, He will help you. So when you talk to your Father, know, number one, He will answer. Number two, He will help. And number three, write this down, and He will never harm you. He will never give you some help or something into your life that will harm you or that will hurt you. The Bible says this, if your child asked for some fish, would you put a snake on their plate? Do you know that's in the Bible? If he asked for a fish, would you put a snake on his plate? Dads, if your child said, Dad, I want to go to McDonald's and I want a fish sandwich, and so you go up and order, you say, I don't want fish, I want a snake. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. Now, being a parent, you wouldn't do that. Now, a snake is different than giving your child a rock to eat. I mean, a rock is unhelpful, but it's not dangerous. 
But a snake is dangerous and could hurt your child. Your loving Heavenly Father will never give you something that could harm you. Now, sometimes we ask God for what we think we need, and God says, no, if I give that to them, that's not going to help them. It could end up hurting them. So he might not give you exactly what you asked for, but he will give you something better that will be helpful to you. So even if you ask your father for the wrong thing, he knows if it will harm you, and he will not give it to you. So when you talk to the Father, know he will never harm you. Next, write this down. And know that he will give what's best for you. You know, from the moment of your conception, your heavenly Father has been at work in your life. He's been working to lead you down the best path to develop in you the best person possible, to make the best contribution to his world and his kingdom that's possible and to make it possible through his son Jesus Christ for you to spend eternity in the best place possible and that's with him in heaven and so the Bible says this now since even you as a sinful imperfect parent know how to give good gifts to your children how much more does your good and perfect father in heaven give only gifts that are good to those who ask him. Far more than the good gifts we earthly parents give to our kids, your heavenly father will give you only the things that are the very best for you. And sometimes when we're facing a wall and we're facing a crisis, we say, God, I need this and this and this. But sometimes he knows far better what we really need. And so he may not send you exactly what you asked for because you may get it wrong. But he will send what's best for what's going to help you, what's going to de help develop you, and what's also going to help you break through that crisis, that wall. You see, God's not like a slot machine where you put in a prayer and then you pull the lever and, and, and you get whatever the slot machine gives you. God is not like a slot machine. A slot machine can give you bad and keep everything good. And God is not like that. He only gives what's best for you. What's going to help you? What's going to develop you? What's going to help you break through? So when you talk to the Father, know that he will give what's best for you, always, every single time. And last this morning, and know that he will help others through you. He'll help others through you. Now, Jesus wanted his 12 guys and all of us today to carry on his work here on earth. He wanted them, and he wanted all of us to do the things for others that he was doing on earth. Jesus says this, so in every situation, always do to others what you would want them to do to you. And then he says, and this sums up all the commands and teachings in the Bible. Now when you read that, you say, that doesn't sound like it has anything to do with prayer and talking to the Father, but it does. Because when people ask you to pray for them, your heavenly Father wants you to pray for them the same things you want them to pray for you. He wants you to ask him to do all the good things for them that you'd like done for you. And it's just that simple. So would you like to have safety when you travel? Would you like to have security in your home? Success in your life? Would you like to have financial blessings in your life? Yes, then pray those things for others. Would you, would you like to have a healthier body? Yes, then pray that for others.
Would you like your children to make wise decisions? And all God's parents said, yes, amen. Would you like them to make wise decisions? Then pray that for your children. Would you like your children to live in the center of God's will? Yes. Then pray that for them. And pray that for other people's kids. Pray it for others. What do you want your heavenly fathers to do for you? Well, then ask him to do those same things for others. That's called looking beyond your own interests to the interests of others. And that's what Jesus has always done for you and me, and he wants us to carry that on to others around us. The Bible says that Job did this. Take a look at this. After Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much before. Remember the story of Job? Wealthiest man to ever live in the world, but in one single day he lost it all. He hit a wall. He had a crisis. He couldn't break through it. He couldn't fix it. He didn't know what to do. Lost his kids, lost his house, lost his staff, lost lost every laborer, lost his business, lost his stock, his health. He lost it all. He was in a crisis. Couldn't fix it. He went through some incredibly tough things. But then this scripture tells us the moment he began to look beyond himself and pray for his friends, to pray for others, that God, his father, began restoring him and blessing him in bigger and better ways than ever before. I'm here to say to you this morning, your heavenly father will do the same for you. If you begin to really talk with him day by day, moment by moment, walk with him, talk with him, lift your knees to him, enjoy the father-child relationship with him, He will meet your needs. He will help you break through. When you talk to your father, leave this place this morning knowing that he will answer you. He will help you. He will never harm you. He will always give what's best for you, and he will help others through you. Listen, no matter what crisis is standing tall in front of you, you can talk to your good, good, heavenly father. And he will help you break through. Amen? Amen. He will give you a strength beyond your own, wisdom beyond your own, all that you need to break through, provisions beyond your own. Whatever it is, he will give it and help you break through. I'm going to pray a prayer, and I encourage you to just repeat it in your heart after me or, or just say, yes, Lord, that's what I want. I agree goes like this. Our Father in heaven, you are a good, good Father. This morning, we worship you and we praise you. Thank you for teaching us that you are for us, not against us. Thank you for teaching us that you will answer us and help us. This coming week, help us to draw closer to you And to simply talk with you, knowing that you will help us, your kids, break through. Father, we just thank you for the truth of this scripture. Lord, help us to leave this place having a deeper understanding 
that we are your children and that you are our good and loving heavenly father. And you want to take care of us, your kids. We love you. We worship you. And we leave this place having a deeper sense of just how much you love us and are for us. We pray these things in your precious son's name. And all of God's people said,